Welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. A little bit later on, you're going to hear some basketball news and why Mount Notre Dame star KK Bransford decided to verbally commit to Notre Dame last week. Also, you're going to hear from Wyoming head football coach Aaron Hancock as the Cowboys won their 40th consecutive Cincinnati Hills League game. You're also going to hear from Cincinnati College Preparatory Academy head football coach Jeremy Flug as the Lions have a 5-2 and two record entering week nine. But uh, be sure you want to be sure you follow all the coverage on WCPO 9 Sports and WCPO.com this week. As always, this WCPO High School Insider podcast is every week. So make sure you subscribe using your favorite podcast app. Our game of the week this week is Turpin at Undefeated Kings. A great matchup there in the Eastern Cincinnati Conference. But before we get started, I want to tell everybody you want to start your day with Chick-fil-A, your greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area Chick-fil-A restaurants. They have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app today and earn points. Well, CCPA's football program has a 5-2 and two record right now, and they are number two in the Division 7 Region 28 computer point standings. Had a chance to catch up with CCPA head football coach Jeremy Flug about why the Lions have been so successful this season. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, honestly, I just love the fact that our kids are, they're just warriors every day. We go in, we grind on the practice field and get better. Um, that's the biggest part. You know, we've talked about it since day one that nobody really cares about the noise. They're going to, you know, talk and do all that stuff. But, you know, um, you know, our job is to get better every single day. And I feel like we're doing that. We're not, we didn't peak in September. I think we're going to peak in October and, and November and, really uh really shine we're super young we start freshmen and sophomores on the offensive line um we got a couple huge juniors who are playing you know fantastic in the receiver end and um you know now we're led by two quarterbacks with mark smith who's two-time all-state and Derek blunt who's our junior quarterback who's going to shine next year as well uh we've been able to kind of mix and match and throw mark out at receiver too this year which has been fantastic for him and um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're flying on all cylinders right now. It's pretty awesome to see. So tell me about that two quarterback situation. Cause I know, um, obviously Mark has garnered a lot of accolades, as you mentioned, all state and a lot of, a lot of great stats, uh, picked up a, a recent, uh, official offer from Mount St. Joseph university, but, uh, what's that been like with him and Derek, both a quarterback? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, watched Brian Kelly do it for so long. He's at UC with, with, uh, Pike and Gilliard and, and all those guys. So it was, uh, um, it was pretty cool to kind of put this into fruition. Really. It was like, uh, we wanted Mark to get some looks at wide receiver, mainly just for his college looks. Cause uh, I'm not sure if he's gonna, you know, be big enough to play college quarterback. So I was like, you know, we got to make sure that we get him some film any way possible. Um, and then kind of the same way with Grim and Derek that Mark's not going to be here in, you know, 20 quarters or 24 quarters or whatever it is. So let's get him some, some uh, big time uh, experience on Friday nights now. So that way next year he's super comfortable and he's ready to go. And it's turned out to be a great thing where we're literally bouncing kids in and out. Derek's standing right next to me. Mark will run out to receiver. Derek will go into QB. And it's, um, it's a little bit different. Uh, Derek's a better thrower. Uh, he throws it out there, but he's a strong runner. So we're not looking for him to go, you know, 80 yards on one run. We're looking for him to get the tough six and and do all the good passing things that we talk about. And, you know, Mark's just a kid who you find a crease and he'll go 80 yards on you in 
10 seconds and it's not fair. So, you know, it's been really hard for people to, to guard because you look up and Derek's playing quarterback and Mark's had a receiver. And now you have a huge mismatch because uh, now they're trying to chase a linebacker after him or something. And it's, you know, it's worked out really well for us. Who else really played well for you in that shutout? Uh, last night, our defense was phenomenal. I think we held uh, Nesbitt was ranked number two uh, in our conference at rushing last night. And I think we held Gamble under 50 yards total last night. So our defense was fantastic. Uh, our senior linebacker, um, Jeff Ellis, he probably had 12 tackles. I mean, he just was flying everywhere. Actually, Derek played linebacker for us, too, on top of playing quarterback, and he made a ton of tackles. Uh, our defensive line, they're super young. So we have two sophomores, Christian Dickey and uh, Camden Wilborn, who played nose last night. Christian actually made an interception, stealing a stealing a, um, a little screen pass that they tried. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're super young, and uh, our kids are on fire, and they, they've, they've bought in. So, you know, we're going to be – we're going to be stout for quite a long time. Great. Uh, you wrap up the regular season um, at Manchester uh, on the 15th and then at Hillcrest on uh, October 22nd. Uh, so what's kind of the mindset? What are you telling the guys is kind of head down the home stretch here and get ready for the playoffs? I think just stay healthy. You know, right now sitting at number three, that's where we want to be. We'll be in that top four to make sure we get two home games. You know, it's never, never easy in region 28 to go up north. And so um, I think like the last six or seven state champions have come out of region 28. Uh, so, you know, it's always out there that whoever wins region 28 wins state. So for us, it's just get better every single day, uh, fine tune the little things that we're doing, stay healthy, um, take care of business for the last two games and then, uh, and then make a run, make a run in the, in the playoffs and see what happens. You know, we've, we've talked about it from day one that um, it would be, a huge opportunity to have Thanksgiving with my football team, you know, and that would be, that would mean that we were playing for state or in the state semifinals. So um, for me, that's all I keep talking about. Like, hey, you know, what? we get there, you are all coming over to my house for Thanksgiving. So we're going to have a monster Thanksgiving and, and get ready for, for that. So that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're pushing for. And we'll see what happens. Maybe bigger picture question, Jeremy, for those who aren't as familiar with CCPA, tell me about uh, the program and how much, time and investment you've you've put into this team and what this uh, program and all the student athletes mean to you yeah absolutely so when I got here at CCPA um, there were 59 boys in the whole school it's a k-12 school right here on Lynn Street um, you know our kids come from all different backgrounds uh, mainly inner city and uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things where the kids before we got here, they never had a winning season before. And so the very first season we took over, we went eight and two and started bringing some light to CCPA football. You know, the athletes were there. It was just putting it all together. Um, so it's starting to grow our school even, too. So uh, we've went from 59 boys to think over 90 because kids aren't leaving anymore. We've given them um, something to look forward to. and we, we, we call ourselves the nightmare on Lynn Street now. So, you know, it's it's something that people are starting to recognize. And our kids used to come from, you know, our, our K to eight school and they would leave and they would go to Taft or West High or Gamble or places like that because they didn't feel like they had an athletics home. You know, it's always been a, a solid academic school here at CCPA, but they didn't feel like they really had any athletics. So um, with us and then, you know, the signing of Coach, uh, you know, getting Coach Revels to come over here, Coach Reggie Revels from Deer Park. Uh, now we have two solid, we have a football program and a basketball program that are, 
you know, amongst the D7 and D4 elites um, and, and our kids aren't leaving anymore. So, you know, we've grown 30 boys in, in three years and it's because our kids are like, why, why would I go anywhere else? I'm going to hit the playoffs every year. I'm going to get the chance to go for state every year. And um, so it's really developed into a, a positive family culture and, and one where our kids are, are really blossoming and, and they, they take pride in being down here on Lynn Street and take pride in being a part of CCPA. Before I let you go, just kind of curious your, your take on uh, there was a lot of debate, obviously, going back to the spring when, uh, about number of qualifiers in each region for the football playoffs. And uh, from your perspective as a Division seven coach, I'm, I'm just kind of curious your take on this, because a lot of times we just hear about, you know, what Division one, Division two coaches think. But I, I'd like to hear your perspective. Uh, you know, I watched how like uh, Kentucky does their basketball and Indiana does their football. And I think even Kentucky does their football the same way where everyone gets an opportunity. I don't know. Uh, per se, if it's for the best sometimes, you know, like for Beachwood, Beachwood was what, uh, I think two and six or something at some time last year or two and five. And then they got the quarterback healthy and then they got the, the other kids healthy and all of a sudden they won state, you know, the same thing with say next, say next went, you know, one state at five and five a couple of years ago. So, you know, ultimately, if those teams weren't allowed into the playoffs, they would have never been able to take that run and get healthy. Um, I think it kind of diminishes what the regular season's for, you know. So you can take one of those shots at, at going and playing a D1 or D2 school. Like for me, D7, we, we loaded our schedule. I think people see that we played Bethel Tate, who's a huge playoff team every year, Purcell, uh, we played a division two, three or two division three team in Woodward. I mean, we took some shots. I mean, like I said, we only have, uh, we, we only have like 70 or 80 boys in our whole school and we're playing teams with 70 or 80 boys on our roster. So, so it's, it, it's kind of, it's fun. Cause you can take some early shots and say, you know, let's go see if we can go hang with somebody and see what happens and, and not be too worried about it, whether or not you'll make the playoffs or not. Um, but I also kind of worry about some of these teams, you know, like some of these D6 teams or D7 teams have about 24, 25 kids, and they're going to be going up against, you know, the Marion locals of the world who uh, have 70 or 80 kids who've been pounding weights for however long. And, and now you have to travel to Marion local with 20 kids. And I don't know. I don't know if that's great for programs, but I also love that people, more people are getting a shot at the playoffs. So I don't know. There's a, there's a back and forth with it. So. I lied. Final question. I, I know how much you've raved about Mark Smith, uh, your senior in your program, and we've talked before in previous conversations, but uh, for a college program that's looking at him and, and scouting him, and I mean, I guess give me your sense of what he's meant to the program and why you think he'll be such a, a benefit at the next level to, to a team. I mean, besides the physical, you know, physical attributes, I mean, we got him timed this summer. We took him up to the Notre Dame combine. He ran a four, six. So, you know, he runs a four, six, he's tall, got long arms, you know, runs like a deer. He's strong. I think it's everything else. You know, he's a, you know, a leader on the team. Kids look up to him. Um, he's a very, very smart kid too. He's ranked number two in his class, national honor society. Um, a good AC, AT, uh, ACT score. Like he's just got all the intangibles that, that, that football players, you know, you know, need, you know, like uh, I feel like college coaches aren't going to have to, to like teach him the basics, you know? And I feel like a lot of college coaches worry about that. They get this kid from a program who's small like ours and like, ah, I wonder what that kid's actually learned there. You know, he's just probably flying by the seat of his pants. That's not Mark. That's not what we teach here. So when they get up, uh, when they would get a kid like Mark, they can feel comfortable uh, knowing that 
uh, they got a football player on their hands who knows the game, knows, you know, what, what it's about and, and can read stuff and, and do the right things that, that college coaches are looking for. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just not only the physical stuff, it's, it's everything. They're going to get a kid who loves the game, um, you know, plays the game the right way. And um, I don't know, it, it's somebody that, that they can build their program off of just like we have. CCPA coach Jeremy Flug, uh, thanks for your time and perspective. All the best to you and the team going forward. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Well, Coach Flug is doing an excellent job there at CCPA. You could tell uh, the Lions are primed for a deep postseason run. They have two regular season games remaining on their schedule, both on the road. So uh, we'll have to see what uh, CCPA can do in Division 7, Region 28 as the playoffs approach later this month. I want to remind everybody, you want to start your day with Chick-fil-A. Your greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky area Chick-fil-A restaurants have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app and earn points. While I was out at Doc Kussel Stadium there on Friday night at Marymount High School as uh, Marymount took on Wyoming, and uh, the Cowboys certainly took care of business. 40-9 to victory over Marymount, and uh, Wyoming won its 40th consecutive CHL game. They've won 55 consecutive regular season games. That is the state best, regardless of divisions. And I caught up with Wyoming head coach Aaron Hancock after the game. Being 1-0 every single week, and our kids getting better and better each and every week. These guys have a mentality that they are going to improve Monday through Thursday so that they can perform better on Friday. And that's just the mentality of the team. We're a young group that continues to get better and better every single week. And uh, so awfully proud of the way that they, they showcase that tonight. Well, I rattled off a bunch of statistics and uh, facts and figures to Coach Hancock after the game. He really didn't want to hear any of it. Uh, it's all about uh, preparing for the Friday night games. As cliche as it might sound, he likes to say that it's uh, going 1-0 every week is the goal. The Cowboys have certainly had that recipe of success for uh, a number of years as Coach Hancock earned his 100th career victory earlier this season. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk some basketball. We had some breaking news on the afternoon of October 8th as Mount Notre Dame guard K.K. Bransford, the reigning Ohio Ms. basketball recipient, announced their verbal commitment to Notre Dame in front of family and friends there in the school gymnasium. Yeah, so it was just about the family part of it and um, being able to be close to my family and my friends so they would be able to come and watch me play and um, just being around Notre Dame, it's a successful university. So just having that and the um, history that they have is, is unreal. So that's just kind of what I had to go with. Well, you could tell on the smile uh, on the face of KK Bransford how much she was relieved to uh, make that announcement wearing her Notre Dame shirt. The three finalists were Notre Dame, North Carolina, and UCLA. And Coach Dr. Scott Rogers mentioned to me uh, how each one of those college programs obviously had a vested interest in KK and in trying to get her to commit to their respective programs. But each one of those programs was uh, was a class act. And he also lauded uh, Bransford and her family for uh, how they dealt with everything, the entire process. And, you know, in this age of social media, um, you know, it's obviously a lot of things can uh, be posted and information can can flow very quickly. But, uh, you know, everything was put in perspective by Bransford and her family. So. Certainly going to be a team to watch 72 consecutive victories and into this November and uh, Mount Notre Dame reigning state champion um, is going to be fun a team to watch once again as we uh, get toward basketball season this winter. I want to thank everybody again for listening on the WCPO High School Insider podcast. Thanks to Coach uh, Aaron Hancock at Wyoming and also Jeremy Flug at Cincinnati College Preparatory Academy. And uh, we will be out at Kings High School Friday night for our WCPO Game of the Week. 
Turpin at Kings, be sure to check out all our coverage and we will talk to you next week.